We're talking cricket on the program now, and why wouldn't we? And we're joined by Scribe from NZME, a.k.a. the New Zealand Herald, Mr Andrew Alderson, as we look back on what was, well, not a bad three and a half days cricket, was it, old son? Well, that's right. Any time you win by an innings and 67 runs, as this New Zealand team has done, uh, it, it's convincing and it's emphatic. And I think there were so many elements of that test uh, that indicated uh, you know, that there was some real progress in the New Zealand game, if you like. When you look at the, the Gronholm century, the, the Blundell debut with the, the century, and some pretty sound keeping at times, uh, from what I saw anyway, uh, across the uh, the three days, um, and or four days now into the fourth day, um, and what we saw with Neil Wagner with the ball, 7 for 39, and uh, I think it's uh, it's been an effective display and one they can be pretty happy with. It's just a shame uh, that there's only uh, four tests across the summer. Tell me about it. I'll moan about that until the end of time, but it's not really a surprise. We don't exactly get given a whole lot of tests in our domestic summers anyway, do we, Andrew? It's not unusual that we only get four, five, six, so... Well, I suppose it's, uh, you know, the purists in me would probably like more, but there you go. I think it's probably the reality uh, these days, uh, unless you, you know, across the course of the summer, you end up going to Australia or South Africa or one of the other uh, Southern Hemisphere teams. But I think, um, yeah, just from what we've seen, uh, it's uh, a West Indies lineup that's got some durability perhaps at the top, but then after that, uh, it doesn't take much to get into the tail and, and beyond and be able to clean the lineup up, as we've seen uh, in being able to do it uh, for, what, 134 and. And then uh, today, I think, 319. So, uh, yeah, New Zealand being able to post 520 was, was a convincing convincing performance. OK, so how do they improve on this performance for test number two starting uh, on Saturday? Well, I think it'd be interesting to see whether, I'm not sure if it's come out yet, whether BJ Watling is, is fit to keep, but they pretty much covered on the, the wicket-keeping basis. Uh, you would think with that, that staggering debut from Blundell, I mean, I thought that was one of the, uh, well, it just looked such an elegant innings at times, the way he was cover-driving, and it was an on-drive at one stage, just the balance and the poise. Um, we really saw a batting masterclass in many respects. You've seen Taylor come into form with his 93 uh, in Wagner. I mean, the, the West Indians seem to... Uh, yeah, they decided that to hook Wagner in the second innings, which seemed a much better ploy uh, to that leg side line. Uh, but gee, he was effective in the first innings with seven for thirty-nine. So um, I, I think that uh, it would be struggle to improve on that in many respects. But I mean, they may well bring Saudi back into the ranks as well. So uh, yeah, the New Zealand side will not be weakened in, in any capacity. Okay, so if I was being a curmudgeon, I could say failure to capitalise on starts. If I was being Uber critical, which sounds awful when you beat a team in three and a half days. But is there any weight to that? Do you think, Andrew? Oh, I think yeah, yeah, it would be being curmudgeonly, perhaps. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, yeah, it, it does seem a fairly convincing display. And then yeah, I think there was some talk at some stage whether Williamson had batted too long. Well, the evidence is there that uh, that he didn't, and, and they they secured it fairly comfortably. So the starts are acceptable and not to carry on with that when you look at the fact that everybody pretty much short of, of Kane Williamson himself uh, in that top order got a start, didn't they? Well, they did. And I think you know, when you look at... Uh, you could, I suppose, in the, in the second test to see Jeet Raval go on and be able to establish that first test turn. I mean, he's been close before, uh, but uh, that would be perhaps an element that you know, you'd like to see as, as he establishes himself as, as a test opener. Uh, but still, he does regularly get those, you know, sees the shine off the ball, which is really what you want to see. Um, you know, Kane Williamson, when he's the well, the lowest scorer on the scorecard, it's, it's generally a pretty good day, isn't it? When a pretty good test match in, in that regard. So, you know, Henry Nichols still, you know, working away at number five, establishing himself there, 67. Um, it's, it's, it's some real promise. And I think, you know, in innings like uh, 
Brighton Breezy from De Granholm has probably uh, established his confidence as well as he, as he tries to build as, as an all-rounder. That's the way he plays. Man, he's gone to great pains in very short clip sentences to point that out. See ball, hit ball. <laughs> I, I mean, I it's so something. refreshing. I did see something from Andre Adams actually on Twitter saying that he's used his word allocation for 2018 already, <laughs> uh, which I was uh, obviously disappointing for all of us. But, uh, yeah, very, very witty from uh, from Mr. Adams indeed. Yeah. So, uh, Colin uh, did, did well coming in the seventh position. There's, there's no... I'll I'll say it, I'll put my hand up. I said that I thought that middle order might have looked a tad on the brittle side. Nichols, Santner and de Gronholm with Blundell coming in on debut. Probably couldn't have got it more wrong. But is there a a question mark over that, the the makeup of that middle order, do you think, Andrew? Well, not at the moment. Um, You're right, they probably answered a few of those questions. I mean, yes, I I think it's fair enough. I think there was an element of... uh, you know, brittle or fragile about it going into the test, but uh, the actual product and what they've been able to achieve with, with all those runs is, has certainly uh, yeah, put that theory uh, to bed, if you like, for, for the time being. And, and uh, you know, if they can establish that again in the second test, it will indicate, you know, given that they have got Watling out, um, would suggest that there is some depth there. Is it an easy enough to swap to say that Southie available? Matt, he just comes straight in for Matt Henry. Matt Henry hasn't done enough to to push him over the edge, or is there a thought maybe that um, Lockie Ferguson might get a role in the second test? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I thought Ferguson might have got a go, given that they brought him in uh, to the squad. It was obviously a you know, battle between him and and, and Matt Henry. I, I wondered whether they see Ferguson more as the aggressor, sort of the replacement for a Wagner, if you like. Uh, in that side, um, and, and just his sheer pace. Um, but I think in all likelihood, yes, Saudi would come back in for Henry uh, and you know, be given the opportunity to continue that, that terrific partnership that uh, he and Trent Bolt tend to have, particularly at home. Uh, I don't want to throw you in it because I don't know if you know or not, but what's happening at, at Seddon Park? What's the deck like? Because uh, that's where test number two starts off on Saturday Saturday morning, late Saturday morning. Do you know anything about it at all, Andrew? Well, I understand they're using Patamahoe clay, or the Patamahoe part of the block, um, and that would suggest that they generally get more bounce and, and carry out of that, is my understanding from uh, over the years. And I think that's probably what um, groundsman Carl Johnson's looking for. Um, and therefore, yeah, it, it should, the bowlers will be well pleased that that's going to be the case. And I, I think even with uh, spin as well at times, if you're going to you know, play one spinner in those conditions, uh, they can get a bit more bounce and, and create those those chances you get if you've, you've got the ball uh, coming up up and, and, and giving the batsman a few more problems. So uh, I think that is probably a, a decent uh, decision and, and something that we can look forward to if they're going to use that, uh, that Patamahoe clay. New Zealand scribe, New Zealand Herald scribe, Andrew Wilson joining the programme as we look back and forward uh, on the, the cricketing entertainment. So what about the West Indies? What do they have to work through for the second Test match? Uh, plainly, a bit more stickability, if there's such a word, when it comes to the batting. But what about the, the deliveries, the way they bowled, especially when they were getting torn apart by the likes of De Gronholm and Blundell? Yeah, I thought um, yeah, there, was a, there was a wee bit of ill discipline there at times too with the no ball scenario, and we saw that with uh, with Holder. I mean, your skipper when he's he's overstepped the mark uh, and you know dismissed Nichols straight after the lunch break, and um, I thought yeah that can be a potentially defining moment in that test if you like. Nichols able to go on and, and score more as a result, um, and I think it probably that, that didn't set the greatest example uh, for the West Indies. And yeah, that didn't seem to trouble the New Zealanders uh, a great deal. And I just think that 
yeah, that they'd want to perhaps, you know, that maybe they've had a Mahoe Clay might play into their hands in that regard to give them a bit more venom, but it'll also be the same for New Zealand. So, yeah, there's, there's, that's probably the element that they're going to have to work on the most to be able to look at uh, how, they, how they play the New Zealanders, or how they bowl to the New Zealanders. Um, the other element that we sort of touched on earlier on was the, you know, how they uh, adapt to the Neil Wagner line of, of on that, you know, going across and then um, on the leg stump and, and bowling short, uh, which caused so many problems. And I think the way that they hooked in the second innings and, and did it so, um, sort of judiciously, if you like, uh, was a good uh, adapting nature or adaptation from what they were able to do in the first innings. So, uh, yeah, that, that they might want to you know, pursue along those lines as well. There's certainly areas to improve on there. Always a pleasure, Mr. Alderson. Uh, be a stranger. Looking forward to the second test. and Probably not quite as much as you are, but uh, we'll read your writings, I'm sure. Andrew Alderson from the New Zealand Herald, thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Darth.